0: Hello and welcome back to Blackout Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of The Sinner. This is part four of season three, written by Jonathan Karen, directed by Andrew McCarthy. The episode premiered 220 of 20. So imagine playing the lottery on that date. I give this episode a 10 out of 10. I really enjoyed it, start to finish. I like seeing Harry a little bit more on the action. And we are inching closer and closer to what is the next step for jamie now that we finally understand what has happened in the past let's go ahead and jump into the recap while enjoying drinks nick and jamie discuss what he needs to do and that nick believes in jamie because he feels things others don't and that is rare in this world this seems to be after the dinner where nick wonders if jamie was going to tell him about the child nick tells him that you can't have a life until he does the thing he needs to do that they started in college but jamie knows that it will ruin everything nick said you called me hello he gets the bartender to leave the bottle for a huge tip with jamie jealous he gets whatever he wants or at least he comments on it being so well off but nick tells him he has all he needs in the car to jamie's amazement like we we doing this right now i can only imagine nick's delight when he got the phone call him he really hates him sometimes nevertheless he pulls out a that little game that we've seen them uh, reference a few times currently on the train contemplating choking a bitch just for looking content to be asleep jamie makes his own version of the game going into new york city out of harris jurisdiction seemingly on the prowl as he ignores leela's calls Harry feels if something happens, it's on him. So he wants Vic to make sure they retroactively get this warrant, which I think is going to be a problem because I don't think it was legal. How about don't blame the person you almost hit when you were inattentively driving Harry? In an art museum, he runs into a former student, Sophie, who works there and is draping her cooch all over him. The world is like ending. (laughs) so melodramatic men marry this she admits all the girls had crushes on him and gets his number he looks so annoyed by the whole entire transaction you didn't ask it and that's why he's annoyed you didn't ask i was married you didn't even think about the ring on this finger you didn't give a fuck ready and waiting vic tracks him to basiados where he is on the rooftop not understanding this feeling urging him to jump into the void but ignoring that as if you can't trust your feelings then what is there he lets the game decide and is seemingly frustrated that he can't jump as he desires which may have saved someone's life if not his own harry tries to stop him but then gives away the fact that they traced his phone but it doesn't matter as harry says he's sticking to him like glue they go to the bar where harry continues to prod saying yeah drink it off And ask questions about the game he says that i think he's being a little too arrogant when he said that he's on the precipice of confessing everything i'm like "Eh?" sure he's willing to talk around the situation but he ain't giving you correlating evidence not anything that's admissible anyway he asked about sonia wants to know what the connection is he says there is no connection she was chosen at random by the game because it's a game of chance chaos is a god or chaos is god there is no order or divine plan sonia means nothing just who the arrows pointed to harry doesn't understand why he listened to nick but nick was honest he tells him despite being a sociopath but who isn't in this world where everyone is in some phase of existential crisis he admits the minute that he starts talking to people really having that discussion and dissecting death they turn on him maybe because it's depressing which is why you're depressed sophie invited him to a party he uh, ignored it on his phone at first jamie opts to prove to harry his point he easily chats up two men and immediately makes a group with the women that they were eyeing, eyeballing he is then introduced as uncle harry who they immediately invite in and disturbingly he incites the group into action with the women being like yeah i fuck for drinks <laughs> flashback jamie dug the grave while nick watched so he lied about being involved in that he believed himself to be going in but nick changed the rules planning to kill sonia by burying her alive so that they both can break through to the next step nick believes the fear believes the feeling of or feelings of being wrong and morality is just a construction learn behaviors of remorse animals kill every day god doesn't strike them down directly quoting nietzsche But if there is no God to strike them, they are simply going by their instincts. But what makes the human species, this is true, but what makes the human species more successful animals, though we may be, is our ability to have empathy and love. And I'm not saying it's not cross species, those emotions, but we also have this other... (laughs) Our brains are just more capable of doing other things but our emotions are certainly and and how variety these were varied that's what I meant to say they are I think that makes us uniquely human Nick wants the freedom and Jamie realizes that he's murdered before that's green I am inevitable if either gentleman was nominated by uh, for some awards but lord the acting is so good nick pushes that he needs to step out of the box it's them against the world now but now that jamie's inadvertently tried to save a life by taking one he is now out of the box and there is no going back for him he tells him they'll be free and this is the way out come my child presently everyone is in a hotel room sniffing coke and jamie proves his point just by encouraging the conversation and acknowledging the moment and the fear that we all are are all in i can't talk i don't know why i decided to have that second drink before recording (laughs) and a free for all he is called a word i will not repeat shut the fuck up You're a fucking cunt, shut the fuck up. You're a stupid cunt, suck my dick. I love the way that they played on that. If males are close, that means they're gay. Ugh, (laughs) Base, useless, ignorant people. He imagines the scenario and how it would play out if he just slit that man's throat and bashed the other's face into the table. And I have to say, I've been there. (laughs) I think we've all been there at some point when you're just at a meeting and that person is talking and you're just like, I want to take this in and just start stabbing them in the fucking throat. Harry and Jamie get downstairs with Harry trying to act like he's wrangling a child until Jamie points out he's obviously stronger than him but finds a chink in his armor when he realizes he doesn't take pills because he enjoys the pain. Juxtapose that with the end of the episode where Harry takes his pills. Harry gets angry that he's acting like he's the only one angry at the world, but Jamie claims he isn't angry at all, but Harry counters that he isn't the only person that have dark thoughts we just contain them we learn to contain them stop acting as if you're alone here and people don't learn to ascend from where you are at when jamie starts to drag his life for filth though having researched him harry barks that he's an indecisive kid throwing a tantrum basically shit or get off the pot and if you're gonna do something do it so jamie jumps in the taxi leaving him now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! You have fucked up now! Now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! Now you fucked up! Now, you fucked, up. now you fucked up! Apparently, Jamie didn't forget that they were tracking his phone and he shows up at Sonia's party welcoming him. He tries to get him to leave by threatening to call his wife after he asks if it's legal if he's tracking his phone or that he's tracking his phone civility makes us resentful i can see some people falling into that dark context he wants to unleash his animal which is why he is dangerous and why she shouldn't prance upstairs with him when a detective shows up in wake of said teacher you ain't seen it forever randomly showing up at your party selfie takes jamie to a median upstairs he's intrigued and takes a seat the seer tells jamie someone is near him a friend an old friend that is trying to reach him he's so close that he's attached then says the words prickly pear jamie says not now and abruptly leaves harry loses track and watches him leave with sophie who is so oblivious it's sad jamie offers to drive taunting harry as he leaves Later, bitch! Get fucked! I find it really weird that they just decided to have a high-speed chase. that no other NYPD officer. He said he was going to get in touch with his contact. His contact only, I guess, was supposed to see if anyone came in the morgue that morning after they left the city. But I would think someone from New York City would be like, Wait a minute, this motherfucker is going through lights. (laughs) Someone has called, you best believe. Both men ignore the freaked out Sophie as they pretty much eye-bang each other with understanding. Flashback to Nick dying. And this was what finally pushed Jamie. He's sorry that he did push Jamie so hard, but he's so good, too good. And he makes some promise that he will keep going. He also tells Jamie not to call 911. Even though Jamie started it he certainly allowed it to finish like what was gonna happen anyway if you called 911 <laughs> it's not like i think he was way too gone those first 10 minutes were probably more critical interestingly enough next last words it's in my pocket and it's gone out back are uh rather cryptic at this point i'm not sure i constitute this as a crime <laughs> harry takes jamie home and ignores Vic's calls maybe that's why he's like yeah i didn't commit a crime because he at that point he didn't like i'm at the the cusp of committing said crime he tells jamie it has to stop and he needs to open up to his wife i guess you know they just drove sophie home <laughs> don't talk about this to anyone well if he got in the car with harry i'm sure she didn't ask too many questions she drove her ass home. <laughs> own ass home and realized that i don't need to go off with perfect strangers just because i knew them in high school or they taught me in high school he even pointed out i'm a complete stranger to you and you're just yeah harry intends to stay and watch over the house all night jamie asked for one moment of honesty do you ever feel lonely so lonely you can scream he wants to know that he's not crazy. Harry admits that he does know what he feels. Tell you. When I see you again. Yeah. Jamie goes into the house and I'm not sure if he... Uh, told his wife, but he definitely beat himself in the head. And maybe did some other stuff. Because in the morning, when Harry wakes, he gets a call from his friend. That says there has been a report of a homicide. It's at the exact place where he was at. And it's the median that is dead. It was at this moment that he knew. He fucked up. And since Harry went a AWOL on Vic. And he kind of been doing some semi-illegal stuff they're probably going to have a hard time pinning this crime (laughs) on jamie who is going to probably learn a little bit about the justice system and how to avoid it i mean he already kind of has but that is where we end the episode I should have episode six out sometime this weekend. I know I was supposed to drop this way on Sunday, but I got behind. So, if you want to send feedback for the next episode, blackercouch gmail.com, or you can always leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.